This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, America, and uh, welcome to the program. Today, live from the Middle East. I am not allowed to tell you where I am, uh, but we are deep in the Middle East and uh, overseeing some of the operations of the Nazarene Fund, and hopefully I will be able to bring personal um, experiences as we meet and greet some of these people that are coming through. However, some of the countries that are taking them just to get them off the tarmac, they're being thwarted by the State Department. I wanted to talk to Richard Grinnell because he used to be the director of national intelligence. Uh, and uh, that was the guy who was supposed to oversee the CIA and, and everybody. And I, I don't know if he knows, but I would like to know, is this all Biden? Is this a plan? What's happening to our State Department? What is the military doing? Who are we anymore? Richard Grinnell joins us in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Man, I wish everything was as easy as doing business with Blinds.com. Seriously, uh, especially this week. Holy cow, is the world overcomplicated right now. Let me tell you, if you're working with Blinds.com and you're ordering any kind of window treatment, that's blind, shade, shutters, drapes, anything. It is so easy. They know what they're doing. They can walk you through everything, or they can even do everything for you. It's just perfect. Plus, right now, they're offering up to 35% off of everything, so you can upgrade any room, indoors or out. And with over 25 million blinds sold, Blinds.com, they know how to make it easy. They know how to get those custom window treatments that are perfect for your house. With free shipping and 100% guarantee perfect fit, sunshine and barbecues are still in the forecast. Blinds.com. Join them today and enjoy your new view all summer long and this fall. Don't take my word for it. Visit Blinds.com and save up to 35% off everything. Rules and restrictions may apply. From the Middle East, uh, I, I wonder if this would have happened five years ago if uh, I could tell you what country I was in in the Middle East, but nobody wants their name known, not to the rest of the world, but to the Middle East because they are so afraid of reprisals from uh, the Taliban, from now a reconstituted uh, Al-Qaeda and ISIS. And uh, I don't think anybody trusts America anymore. I know I don't recognize my country anymore. It's embarrassing. Richard Grinnell is with us. He was the uh, former director of national intelligence. Uh, and uh, I mean, I just I love this guy. Richard, how are you, sir? Thanks for having me. I'm really a pleasure to be here. Thank you. 
What can you tell us on what's going on? You know, it's very frustrating because what what is really important for our listeners to understand right now is that what is happening was not an intelligence failure. Everyone should feel very good about the fact that the U.S. government, the intelligence officers, uh, the, the people you pay to join the Foreign Service of the United States and go work in our embassies overseas, uh, our military, they reported, they saw the rise of the Taliban early. This was being reported in May of this year as out of control, certainly, but even before May, we could uh, see that the Taliban was going to take advantage of the Biden administration. It, it's important to remember that this was not an intelligence failure, but a political failure. The political class in Washington, D.C. ignored the, the warning. Let me push back on you, just to play devil's advocate, not that I believe any of this, but Biden will say, well, that was just one of many voices. And, of course, there were, there were voices that said it, you know, but, but everybody really said that it was going to be fine. Well, I think uh, the reality is, is that that's not true. There were plenty of warnings from state and intelligence officials. And let's just, let's just be... Um, Scotty Miller, who was in charge of Bagram... Uh, he warned Biden directly and Jake Sullivan directly. I have this uh, as fact. He warned that if you shut down Bagram and you take away the 2,500 troops, you will quickly have 5,000 NATO troops follow you in leaving. This will be a disaster. The Taliban will see this as their opportunity and you won't be able to respond. Now, look, in, in... The Trump administration, let's remember, Glenn, that on January 20th of this year, Donald Trump handed Joe Biden a stable Afghanistan, a functioning embassy at U.S. Embassy Kabul, and a Taliban that was deathly afraid of getting bombed if they took over a city. The the problem is not talking to the Taliban. The problem comes in and what the Taliban hears. And what the Taliban heard under Donald Trump is, we cannot reconstitute. We cannot go forward and take over a city. We will get bombed. And obviously, once Joe Biden took office, the Taliban completely had a different calculus. They did not hear that. They started to take city by city and nothing happened. That encouraged them to take over the whole country. Our troops were withdrawn before we evacuated the embassy. Look, I don't say this lightly, but for a secretary of state to sit in cabinet meetings and allow the military to leave Afghanistan before State Department employees are evacuated, that is abandoning State Department officials, foreign service officers, good Americans, We should not allow this to happen. The Secretary of State should resign in disgrace for allowing the military troops to leave before we evacuated the embassy. The Foreign Service officers in these embassies, they don't carry guns. They're looking for political solutions. 
They're doing applications for immigrants who want to get out. These are frontline workers for the United States of America and pushing our good brand. They don't have guns. They are not equipped in a hostile situation. They should be protected. Otherwise, if they're not going to be protected, they should be evacuated. And they weren't. This is shameful. I've spent 10 years at the State Department, and I'm outraged that this happened to the State Department employees. Richard, I I don't understand what's happening at the State Department. We have... We have planes on the ground. The Nazarene Fund, which is a charity that um, I started years ago, um, it has become this very, very competent charity. We operate all over the world. We have now, as of today, I think we're $3,000 shy of $30 million. We have all the planes. We have very competent people working in Kabul with the generals and everybody at the airport. At the airport, um, we have the ability to move thousands of people, but we can't get the State Department to do anything. Everything with the State Department is like pulling teeth, and now they're not giving the—I don't remember what it is—but the the permission for these other countries to take these people. We have countries that want to take these people and they won't give us any of the documentation, any of the work. They're all fully vetted everything. What is happening? Well, let me tell you one thing that's happening is that the the paperwork processing and a lot of the language skills for the State Department are done by what we call local employed staff. LES is the, is is how they call it. And the locally employed staff are Afghans. They have now been told by the Taliban that they cannot leave the country. They will be targeted because they worked for the American embassy. These people are in grave danger. And the State Department has not allowed them, the locally employed staff who, has, who have worked with Americans for decades, to not be evacuated. The Taliban is not letting them out. And the U.S. military, the Biden administration is not demanding that these locally employed folks uh, get evacuated. So they are in hiding, Glenn. Their lives are now in danger. We do not have a functioning embassy. And people are outraged by this. When the military leaves, you can't expect the State Department to stay in a hostile zone. Who's responsible for this? Well, Who's pulling the I strings blame, at the State Department? I, I blame uh, Secretary Blinken's weakness for not standing up in a, in a cabinet meeting. I've been in cabinet meetings, and it's a lively discussion, and decisions are being made. And if you are not at the table defending your agency, then you are doing a disservice to your employees. Clearly... Secretary Blinken and Wendy Sherman, the deputy secretary of state, allowed these decisions to be made where the military would be evacuated and their State Department employees would not be taken care of. How, how is that possible? I have no idea. But we do know when you talk about strings being pulled, we do know that when Susan Rice was the national security advisor for Barack Obama, her two deputies 
One was Tony Blinken, our current Secretary of State, and the other was Avery Haines, our current Director of National Intelligence. Both the intelligence agencies and the State Department are led by Susan Rice deputies. Susan Rice is pulling the strings. She has the title of Domestic Policy Advisor. No one in America believes she's working on Medicare policy. What is what what is it that we can do? Uh, you know, I've talked to so many senators and congressmen, and they're all screaming bloody murder. What, what is it that we can do? Um, because once the once they leave office, I mean, sorry, once they leave the airport, all these people are going to be slaughtered, Richard, just slaughtered. It, it is. Americans are going to be. Uh, held hostage if we don't get this right. And I, I think that what we can do, it, first of all, we have very poor choices right now. We are in a corner. We have a variety of really bad... But wait, 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 wait. If I'm president of the United States and you come in to me and this is going on, I say, I'm going to airlift, you know, 10,000 Marines and I'm going to clear that damn area out and get our people out. Isn't that an option? That is absolutely an option. That's a dangerous option, but it is an option that I think we have to look at uh, because all resources should be used, the U.S. government resources, to get Americans out. Um, my, my point is we're in a very bad situation with terrible options, uh, which are forcing our hand to go in and, in a messy situation, try to clear areas in order to get to the Americans. This is causing our American men and women who work in the military to go into an unnecessary conflict zone. They shouldn't be uh, having to, to, to do this. And yet we find ourselves in this situation. But I think okay, what okay. we have to be able to do is articulate very clearly as people who have access to the media and, and social media, everybody on this hearing our voices needs to articulate, get the Americans home and get them home soon. Okay, Richard, can you hold with me for just five more minutes? Because uh, yeah. I, I, I want to I want to put you in that briefing room, and I'm the president of the United States, and I want you to advise me and tell me what you would be telling the president today. Back in one minute. <sighs> American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. If you're a homeowner and you're fiscally responsible, you probably spent a fair amount of time looking for ways to lower your monthly costs, and that undoubtedly looks like not spending beyond your means. And some of it might look like a lower interest rate on some things like your mortgage or your credit card debt. Well, the best way you can possibly find out if you can save money, and I'm talking hundreds of dollars a month, maybe even as much as $1,000 a month, is if you get a free mortgage review from American Financing. It'll take you about 10 minutes. They'll look in to see if debt consolidation might work for you. Um, maybe just even getting just a lower mortgage rate on your house without resetting your loan. No pressure, no upfront fees, no hidden fees. Just the best possible customer service from a group of people who love nothing more than see people like you succeed. This is a small 
family operated family owned business that I've known and been in business with for almost 20 years now. It's American financing. See what they could do for you now. It's American financing. Dot net 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. An update from yesterday's broadcast on those 200 female judges, including Supreme Court justices, uh, in Afghanistan that we have promised to help get out of Afghanistan. An update on that. I am in a, um, in a undisclosed uh, Middle Eastern uh, nation today broadcasting um, and uh, bringing you all of the details that we can as the Nazarene Fund is doing all we can it, just to get our planes off the ground. We can, we can load so many people Uh, We can have these planes turned around every 30 minutes, but we can't get the State Department to help us. Now, Richard, I'm going to put myself in the role of a a really scary president, I think, for most people. I'll put myself (laughs) in president. You're you're the advisor. And uh, coming at this, the first thing I would say to you is, Richard, I am smoking mad at the um, uh, at the State Department. Are you telling me that this isn't the State Department's fault? This is the military's fault? Well, if you're the president and we're in this situation, first I'm going to say, no, sir, it's your fault. You have made really <laughs> poor good. choices. Uh, if this was Donald Trump, I wouldn't have to be in this position. But le- let's just say that it's a generic president, because I'm not going to be working for Joe Biden. But let's say that it's a generic president and uh, and and we found ourselves in this situation. I would go in and I would say, Mr. President, you must instruct the Secretary of Defense immediately to do whatever it takes to airlift Americans out immediately. Send as many planes in as you can, both at Bagram and at the Kabul airport. I don't buy any of this that we can't land in Bagram. You can tell the Taliban we're landing and we're going to bomb anybody that comes close to our planes. And then you instruct the Secretary of State to get all of the Americans to either place, and you make sure that we have an accurate list of everybody who is an American and who has been approved, and they will get out either through Kabul or through Bagram. How do you support that? Because we're not alone in trying to get people out. How do you support those private organizations that are also trying to get people out? Well, look, it's the Americans first at this point. You've got to get the Americans out. If you're an American, if you have an American passport, uh, or you are a locally employed staff member with an American ID, American government-issued ID, then you will be on that list and that you can get out. The, by the way, I don't buy any of this. Secretary Blinken doesn't know the exact number. Of course, he knows the exact number. It's hard to know how many Americans are in Germany, but it's really easy to know how many Americans are in a conflict zone like Afghanistan. People don't move to Afghanistan as Americans and not stay connected to the embassy. That's just right. not reality. How many are we going to leave behind, Richard, the way we're going now? I pray to God every day, zero, because if we leave anyone behind, 
that is a hostage situation. And again, this is, I don't understand how the Secretary of State of the United States could sit in cabinet meetings and allow these decisions to unfold, leaving Americans behind. This is, this is the job of the Secretary of State. And Let me- I, I can tell you that, that the Foreign Service I've worked at the State Department for 10 years. I know many Foreign Service officers who voted for Joe Biden who are furious with what is happening at the State Department. There are calls for, for Secretary of State Blinken and Deputy Secretary of State Wendy Sherman to resign in disgrace from the Foreign Service. These people are outraged that they are being tagged as sloppy or bureaucratic or unable to do their job. Richard, we have about 40, 30, 40 seconds to answer this. How badly damaged is our relationship with Great Britain and Germany and France, all of our allies? Well, look, I have to say, as knowing Chancellor Merkel uh, fairly well, uh, negotiating with her for a long time, they wanted Joe Biden. The international community wanted Joe Biden. They wanted a United States that wasn't heavy-handed, and didn't lead yeah, and allow them to do what they wanted. And so, you know, they've made this bet in some ways. They helped elect Joe Biden. Hmm. Richard Grinnell, former acting director of uh, National Intelligence. Always great to talk to you, sir. sir. Stay safe. Thank you. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Right now, we have an administration that can't even be bothered to get its own citizens out of a dangerous country. Let me tell you about one group you can count on. It's AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. It's a seniors group that now has over 2 million members strong, and it's growing. And this is why it's so important. They believe in the Constitution. They fight for the First Amendment, Second Amendment, all of the amendments, even the Third Amendment, believe it or not. They fight for all of them. They believe in national security and sovereignty over unchecked borders. They believe in the sanctity of life, and they have a full-time presence in Washington, and there is strength in numbers. We've got to stand together. As Franklin said, we better all hang together or we'll hang separately. AMAC, their membership comes with a wealth of benefits and discounts and with an advocacy group unlike any other. Join AMAC for the advocacy, the benefits, and the information. Most importantly, join because America needs you. We need to stand together. AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Beck. AMAC dot U-S slash Beck. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I am live from the Middle East, um, not far from where everything is happening, relatively speaking. And uh, we are um, we're working day and night to make sure that everything is buttoned up and taken care of. By the way, just because I, I want to make sure that your money is we view your money as sacred money. It's like tithing to me. Um, none of the uh, none of my travels or my team's travels, none of it is paid for by the Nazarene Fund. I insisted it. Not a single meal, not a 
not a cupcake, and yes, there will be cupcakes on this trip. Um, uh, everything is paid for uh, by me personally, and uh, I can't thank the Kenneth Copeland Ministries enough for lending us their plane uh, to get us over here. We I left the show yesterday um, at, um, in the last half hour of the show, just kind of disappeared and um, reappeared about 60 minutes before this broadcast today. We got off the plane. I can't say where I am in the Middle East um, just for security reasons, but mainly because the countries that are dealing with refugees don't want anyone to know that they're dealing with the refugees because they are afraid of other countries um, uh, threatening violence on them. This is a really touchy situation, and there is absolutely no leadership from the United States. Yesterday, uh, I talked to Alison Renault and left the conversation with, okay, let's see if we can help. Let me get an update now from Alison Renault. She's the woman in Oklahoma who is just remarkable, who just won't take no for an answer. She is the one who helped rescue the Afghan all-girls robotic team and uh, brought 10 girls into safety. And now there are 200 judges. These include Supreme Court justices. I mean, imagine anywhere in the Middle East, a female judge. Well, they had them in Afghanistan, and all of them are in hiding now because of, um, you know, they were the ones that put these guys in prison, which the Taliban just opened. And a female judge is not going to make it in a Taliban world. So we told um, Allison yesterday, we have an airplane. Where are they? Allison, give us an update on what's happened in the last 24 hours. Hi, Glenn. Thanks for having me on the show. And God bless Kenneth Copeland for allowing you to use their plane. He's the one that taught me yes. not to take no for an answer. So, um, <laughs> Good our, for our, you. It's true. Uh, my forces on the ground over there, uh, first of all, we were able to get 15 judges out. Um, we, we don't know exactly how it happened. I can't give you, I'm not at liberty to get any, any, give you any details yet, but there's so many more. And just keep in mind, this is, this has grown. You know, there's 212 judges in hiding, but they all are older. So they have two or three kids plus their husbands and we don't want to leave anybody behind. Sure. So it's quickly grown to 700 not. people. Um, we do have reports that the, uh, the Taliban's about to take out the internet, which will make our job harder where there's no communication, oh, but, um, you know, like I said, we're Americans and we figure it out. And uh, our, our extraction team on the ground doesn't seem to be phased. They've worked in this area for over 20 years, and they said, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, also a report um, that the airport situation is deteriorating extreme. It's becoming extreme. It's been breached as of yesterday by ISIS and um, Taliban, and it's, um, it's beca quickly become Kabul is quickly not becoming an option in any way. However... <laughs> Uh, there's more than one way to skin a cat. So um, not to give away too much strategy, but um, extraction Please team don't. is beginning to prepare what I would call uh, an underground railroad. Um, mm -hmm. And and we just have to do it a different way. Uh, so we won't be stopped. And um, we are constantly getting a cries for help from these people. They are spending, they're having prayer meetings all night long, um, just hoping. They say their only weapon left is prayer. But... You know, we're just keeping their hopes up. And when the United States leaves, we're not done. 
we're not done. We're not going to abandon these people, and we're not going to abandon what our servicemen and women work for. So it's not over when when the U.S. pulls out, possibly by even by Saturday. Yeah, we just have to be uh, more resourceful. We feel the same the same way. Allison, has my team been in touch with you? Are we assisting in every way that is helpful to you? It's amazing the offer that you gave me for the planes, and I did speak to our extraction team. I'll just call them our our commandos. Uh, the commandos said um, we definitely are going to need those, but uh, probably the option of coming out of the Kabul airport may not work. But I'll tell you what, if you have That's any fine. ideas and you have people on the ground uh, that can get in there, but uh, right as you called me, I got no, I, I, uh, a text from one yeah, of the we're, we're, Yeah, Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, our time, our delay is so bad. Go ahead. It's okay. Uh, at eight at nine thirty a.m., uh, the airport is now closed completely to all Afghans. They won't allow them in at all. Uh, she said, "We are crying." The Taliban went to the house of a judge, and anyway, um, mm. I won't go into the rest of the details. Uh, but um, it's it's real and it's serious and it's it's terrorizing. And uh, but but you know what? God God crushes impossible every day in our lives and you know he's not going to run out of miracles so we're, we're going to continue to work and help these women and um i appreciate your interest and thank you so much for having me on the show oh my gosh allison uh we will do anything we can you know we're uh we're all in this together and i just i just got an email from somebody else it's another uh, group that is trying to get people out and we have to put our resources together. We're blessed to have money. We're blessed to have airplanes uh, and operatives. But there are places where you guys might be or somebody else might be or they may have a plane someplace where we don't. It doesn't matter. We just have to get these people on a plane and get them That's out. That's exactly what we did with the Afghan girls. We, we just, this lady and I just kept working every angle. We, we didn't care. We weren't in competition. We just, we yeah. kept trying you know, if India wouldn't open their doors, now can we try here? So, and then suddenly, you know, God makes a way. He is the way maker. So, um, um, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not faith. How are the women that you are texting, how, how are they holding up? You know, one of my jobs to, to fill them with light and hope and love and let them know they're valuable. We see them. We hear them. Their lives matter. I'm constantly infusing them with those kind of words. And they just say, you know, this is giving us energy to go on. This is giving us hope. And we just want to be a witness for Christ uh, to these women as well, just by loving them and letting them know that they're important. They're very important to us. So um, it's, it's tragic what they're going through, but um, it's not over yet. Okay. It's not over. Um, there's a long way to go. And we are with you in the long haul, Allison. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you, Glenn. Bye-bye. You bet. Bye-bye. I will tell you, the one thing that really, really is so very obvious is where are the rest of Americans? Where are they? Where, where are the... I know Quentin Tarantino um, raised a couple of million dollars to get people out and I commend him and I would, I strongly dislike, you know, uh, the people he hangs with, but I'd help him in any way if he can get people out of there. Um, We have to work together, but where is the national organization of women? 
where is where is the uh, all these so-called civil rights organizations that that tout that they care so much about women and children and minorities and and all these poor people that are coming across the border where are they where are they you know this isn't just putting people on a plane these people are vetted we know who these people are is that the problem is that it where is jack from twitter i am I've been astounded at the things that I can find from the Taliban itself online. And I, I don't have a problem with it. I like to know what they're thinking. I like to know what they're saying. I don't want them kicked off. But you kick Donald Trump off and you won't kick the Taliban off? Well, they haven't violated uh, you know any of our rules. Your rules... They're violating basic human rights. Again, I don't want you to kick them off. But out of all the people in America you've kicked off, you leave the Taliban on. Oh, okay. You couldn't find a way to get the internet to the people of Cuba. I swear to you, when this internet goes down and our high-tech uh, corporations don't find a way to bring the internet back to the people who, uh, some of them American citizens, who are just trying to get out. If you don't find a way to put the internet back on for those people in Afghanistan, I, I, I don't, I, you're an enemy of the people. You're the enemy of humanity. You are working with China to oppress people and help them put Uyghurs into concentration camps. You're helping them do it. You're helping them build a social, uh, a social score so people can be kept off of buses and trains and planes out of shopping malls because they're not one with the party. You're building that with them. You couldn't find a way to support the people in Cuba. You couldn't find a way to, to find and to help the people in Afghanistan. You people are despicable. Silicon Valley, you're despicable. You're on the wrong side. You're on the wrong side of good versus evil, and you're on the wrong side of history. History will record the names of people who are standing up for people in danger because of who they are or what they believe. You think that conservatives don't care about, you know, oh, they don't, we don't care about gay people. Really? I'm the guy. I'm the guy that went to uh, the, uh, the, what's the big gay group in, uh, in New York? The big representing... Stu, what's the, the, the group that I went to? And, you know, it's the Gay Alliance. I have so it many is. jokes to go to right now, and I can't, I don't I can't get the actual don't. name uh, uh, to you. Yeah. I, glad is, I think, what you're thinking of. Glad, glad, mm -hmm. glad. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, how, that's how unimportant they are now. Glad. Where's, where's Glad? You don't care about, you know, conservatives don't care about gay people. I went to Glad. 
And I said, look, my audience will kill me for standing with you. But I'll stand with you if you will stand against the mullahs. We can disagree on wedding cakes and everything else, but we have to stand about what is happening in Iran to gay people. They had no interest, no interest. These so-called civil rights groups are shams. Where are, where is the National Organization of Women standing up for all of the women in Afghanistan? Where are you? Where are your planes? Where are your donations? Where are your voices? Where are the signs printed by a union, strangely, as you stand up in front of the State Department or march in front of the White House? Nowhere to be found because you are on the wrong side. You don't actually care. Well, I hope the rest of the world sees America for the actual Americans that are standing up. Our government is not us. Our government has separated itself from us and from what we believe a long time ago. America is represented now by its people. And the people are crying out for justice and safety. We are crying out to not leave our own behind. We are crying out for a military that actually has some balls and does the right things. Back in a minute. All right, it's back to school again. New teachers, new friends, new indoctrinations. Yay, it's going to be great, kids. There's 33 new genders. Marxism is great. God is dead. And of course, everything sucks because of the free market and racism. Well, the racism probably comes from the free market and those darn founders. Ah, to be young again. Unfortunately, the stuff taught all over the country right now is that kind of crap. So what can you do? Well, here's something. Teach your kids about democracy. Tell them about the republic. Teach them about the free market. The best way I know to save our country is to teach truths. And a great way to do that is to teach the Tuttle Twins books. Your kids and your grandkids will learn about liberty, but in a fun and interesting way. I mean, when they're learning about Austrian economics... Yeah, that sounds boring, but actually the Tuttle Twins have made it interesting and something that they can actually learn and understand. You might even learn something yourself. Tuttle Twins, have, they're having a crazy back-to-school sale right now. It's a massive socialism inoculation kit. It has all of the books, the parent guides, the activity books, the audio books, all for less than the normal cost of just the books. They are taking a 70% discount that's off the normal price, 70% off at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. This week only, get the ultimate bundle to keep your kids sane in this socialized world. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. We're going to join Glenn in the Middle East again in just a moment. If you haven't heard the update, we're up near $30 million raised to rescue vulnerable, threatened Christians 
out, out of Afghanistan, vetted Christians and other religious minorities be, to be taken to third-party nations uh, through the Nazarene Fund. It's incredible the work you've done so far. The Nazarene Fund.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program.